0: This is the Great IO Get Together, originally recorded on YouTube Live. Although you can listen to the show as a podcast, you only get the full experience by visiting thegig.online/slash YouTube.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to the great IO get together. We are filming at the PSYOP conference, just talking to folks about how their conference has been going so far.
2: Hi, my name is Daniel James quintal Kursik,
1: And I understand this is your first conference, is that right?
2: It is my first PSYOP. What did you think? I can tell you one thing, it's not my last. I've had an amazing time, not only have the opportunity to be on so many different sessions and just like learn from like, The most incredible people, and as you can see, like I'm just like pumped with, you know, inspiration and just like motivation from all these sessions, especially learning more from the practitioner. like perspective like I myself am a fourth year PhD student looking to go into academia so it was refreshing just to see you know how is equity diversity and inclusion actually you know functioning in in, in the organizational context. Did you
1: meet any researchers that you had been hoping to meet?
2: OMG I'm speaking to one right now! Oh stop. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly I have met um, incredible inspirational people and it's so wild to be like oh my gosh I read your work and just to be like I literally am breathing we're breathing the same air right now like you know like, not too me it's just like I'm, I'm I'm fangirling you know
1: so you're coming back next year right
2: um there is no questions I am absolutely coming back next year you cannot
0: keep me away I'm Larry Martinez I'm an associate professor at Portland State University so I'm just rolling off as of I guess a couple days ago I was the chair of the dip committee and diversifying ios ecology um, what's that a program where um, We have identified, recruited, identified, and mentored uh, this year 15 um, racially underrepresented minority students to um, then come to the conference and present some of the work that they were doing during their internship, uh, their mentorship experience with their mentors, and it's just been a really good experience seeing them and, you know, getting them interacting with other people here at SIOP. I was uh, honored to be the first chair, so I was chair for two years and now I'm going to be past chair.
1: Great. So now that you've got a whole bunch of free time, what's next?
0: What's next? I'm going to be past chair and I'm going to think about you know where I want to spend my energy next. Do you have any recommendations?
1: I have a long list. Yes, <laughs> we can talk later. What was your favorite part of the conference this year?
0: I think, I mean, this feels like the first full strength conference we've had since before COVID. So everybody was here. Everybody felt comfortable. Everybody was engaged. Everybody was really happy to see everybody. It felt like a really welcoming environment. And I was really struck by how the demographics of PSYOP seem to have changed as well, like a lot more diverse in terms of you know race and ethnicity and, and also gender identity and just like, the way people are expressing themselves, it seems like in a much more authentic way than I've seen in the past.
1: Thanks for stopping by. Uh, tell me your name. Owen. And Owen, are you a graduate student? Are you a researcher, faculty?
3: Uh, graduate, master's. Where do you go to school? St. Cloud State University.
1: And is this your first PSYOP?
3: This is my first PSYOP, yeah. What do you think? Oh boy, there's a lot of stuff here. <laughs> I've really been enjoying networking with people. It's been a lot of fun. The lecture has been phenomenal.
1: Do you have a favorite session or a favorite tidbit that you've learned?
3: Mm, the Faking Bad session is excellent, excellent. Really, recontextualized the way I think about personality spectrums.
1: And that was the stand-up comedy show that we did.
3: Oh, it was absolutely stand-up comedy show. I can't laugh I've laughed that hard in weeks.
1: How are you feeling? Still have energy left? Are you ready to go home and sleep for a week?
3: You know, a bit of both, to be honest. You know, I'm committed to seeing this through to the end, but I think once I get back to my hotel room, I'm just going to crash. I'm just going to crash and sleep for a year.
1: We have a legend of the field here, Lietta Hugh, so thanks for stopping by. Thank you.
4: I'm glad to be here. So how's your conference been so far? So far, it's been wonderful. I have been attending some excellent sessions. And one of the noteworthy things was that at breakfast, Instead of going to the fellows breakfast, I went to the, the open breakfast area and I was able to talk with young people at our conference and they were interesting kids. I mean, I shouldn't call them kids.
1: That's amazing. So, um, do you remember any particular conversations
4: you had or, or things that stood out to you? Oh yes, but I don't think I should mention them.
1: (laughs) Okay, we'll leave that just between the two of you. So, you've been involved with SCIOP for an incredibly long time and um, you've been past president and you're involved with the Foundation, of course. Uh, How would you say things
4: have changed over time at the conference? Oh my, well, it's great to be back in person, so that is a good, wonderful change. Of course, the topics have changed a bit and this year, oh my goodness, wasn't AI dominant. Um, but it's good to see some of the the same basic concepts that we study, the basic topics that are so important that we contribute to the rest of the world. Right, that's the lesson of AI, isn't
1: it? That the foundations of validity, reliability, they're still important. They still matter. Oh,
4: oh yes, indeed. And it's so nice to be relevant still.
3: <laughs> I'm Brandon. I'm Joe.
1: And I understand you have a new IO Psychology podcast, can you tell us about it?
5: Yeah, so we are two first-year master's students, and we were kind of trying to find our way into IO like everybody else. And we realized that there wasn't a lot of information that was readily available for us, so we are trying to like provide some prospective students out there with some typical like IO content that might not be so over the top like metacognition type thinking, <laughs> and giving people like a different way into the field.
1: That's amazing. So, which one of you had to convince the other one to do it?
3: I don't think we had to convince each other. Um, so I came up, not came up with the idea. We used to have a Hofstra IO podcast uh, and we thought, why can't we do this? So then we started our own. I gave the idea to Brandon. Brandon's like, awesome. And he's great with the design. Anything like logo wise or anything, that that's all Brandon. Um, and we just wanted a way to kind of grow the field, use it as in a way to network with people, kind of like an excuse. Uh, and then now we're here. <laughs>
1: Amazing! And tell us your um, some of your favorite topics that you've covered so far.
3: Um, so
5: we had we had Dr. Church on, and we got to talk about like data and talent management, and that was really cool. And we actually got to have Alexis Fink on too, and we got to kind of talk about prepping for PSYOP. and that was like really cool because it gave us like this is our first time at PSYOP, too, so we really didn't know what to expect. So really getting that in there and then also like we've had a lot of like random guests on. We just had one with Ben Butina who does the Department 12 podcast.
1: I won't tell him you said you. he's random.
5: <laughs> he's not random, but like all around we've been we've been really like trying to diversify the amount of people we're getting on for sure.
1: That's great. So what was the pre-SIOP tip that you got that was the most useful?
3: Oh, probably talking to as many people as you can. I know as as least as first-year master's students and other people that you're like, "Ooh, should I go talk to them? Should I not talk to them?" Um, We told that everyone likes to talk about what they do um, and just especially talk to students about like what they're interested in, what they like to research. Uh, So just go up to the bar, sit down exercise, and be like, hey, what do you do? What do you like? And then it's really been helpful for both of us.
1: So that strategy's worked out?
5: Yeah, I would say it has. And on top of that too, that's kind of the format of how our podcast is ran. Like we make it similar to what you do. It's like very conversational and we're trying to just kind of get people to open up and talk to us about like the real life application of this in like a less like I said meadow way so it's really cool to just kind of sit down talk to people and go to like the bar and just get to know people
1: I think it's great I don't know if you caught um, President Mo Wang's um, presidential address but he talked about the ecosystem of IO and translators being a really important part of that people who take knowledge and translate it for consumption to a broader audience it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing
3: Yeah, I would say so. As Brandon said, we want to have like a casual conversation. Um, I think one of the best things we have is talking to other students and getting their perspective from different grad schools. And uh, on our podcast, we're actually ending every episode now with one piece of advice you can give to the students watching. And people, I feel like they generally say the same thing, where it's just do as much as you can, as many things as you can, and talk to as many people as you can.
6: I'm Valerie Sessa. I'm at Montclair State University. I am the director of the PhD program. And Valerie, you're a
1: new PSYOP fellow, aren't you?
6: Yes, I am. And
1: so tell us what that means.
6: You get fellow status when you've been around a while and you've done a lot of work in the I.O. field and it's a a way of PSYOP honoring Um, the work that you've done and showing appreciation for all your service over the years. It's a huge honor. Congratulations. Thank you very much.
1: And I've met a lot of students here from Montclair State. Um,
6: Did you encourage all your students to come? Not only did we encourage the students to come, we were able to uh, come up with funding. So this year. We have three posters going on right now. The alumni presenting here. We have 30 some students visiting up uh, this year it's it's a great opportunity. My name
7: is Kyle Bimbo. I'm a second year PhD major at Auburn University So I was a a transplant from a social program to IO program and um, you know It's 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 been nothing but uh, fantastic so far.
1: I noticed you're carrying a poster too. Did you just present a poster?
7: Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I actually presented my thesis. It is uh on his way to be defended hopefully in the next month. So it was great to kind of uh, get some practice time, be able to talk to some uh, 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 other people about it, get some good feedback. So um, yeah, I'm excited I was able to kind of have this opportunity to show off my work before I have to go in front of my committee.
1: That's amazing! What a good timing opportunity.
7: Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Auburn has uh, some good uh, 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 finances, so that helped out a lot. As the grad school stipend can be a little, a little hard. A little tight. Yeah, a little hard to plan vacations and stuff like that. But uh, no, they had they provided some funding for us. We had about uh, I think about 15 of us come down. Uh, so we got you know. 8 to one house, 7 to another house, you know, we pack it in like sardines but uh, you make it work and uh, uh, yeah, we, we all support each other, Posted presentations and um, some of us presented work that's going to be published soon, uh, others presented our other data, some of us uh, presented stuff for just our uh, mentors and you know, I had an opportunity to present for my thesis so yeah, it was good. What's your name? Patrick.
1: And Patrick, I understand this is your first conference, is that true? It is. And what did you think?
7: Well, it
3: was uh, kind of overwhelming, but in a good way. So I have tons of material to work around now. So I need another week off now to uh, get my head around all of this. I basically tried to to get um, everything with uh, AI. So and uh, I need to learn Python now, I guess. uh, So and uh, there were a lot of uh, good sessions around that.
1: Hi, I'm Tamara Skutsky. And are you a graduate student, researcher, consultant?
6: Uh, I work on the People Analytics team at Lululemon. Oh, amazing. Love their stuff. Me too. (laughs) So what did you think of Psyop? PsyOP has been super fun this year. It's my technically third year, although the first was all virtual. Um, But I experienced last year this feeling of like it being a relatively small community and that if I kept coming back, I would keep meeting more people. And I've definitely found that this year. I feel very connected and engaged and learning a ton, but also seeing tons of um, friends and new friends, old friends. It's really a great time. It's hard to do that
1: virtually, isn't it? It's so hard to do it virtually. What was your favorite session?
6: Ooh, I have had a lot of favorite sessions. One that I really enjoyed today was about uh, passive data and employee listening and how to kind of merge active and passive data for richer insights. Awesome, so you got some good ideas you can take back to your work. Definitely, yeah. I have like a whole ton of notes. I'm gonna reread them and show them on Monday. My name is uh, Rick Moffat. And Rick, where do you work? I work at Middle Tennessee State University outside Nashville in Murfreesboro, Tennessee.
1: Did you present this year or were you just in watching sessions?
6: I've been watching sessions and I actually have a presentation at 2 o'clock talking about different kinds of academic uh, careers that people might be able to have. Can you give us a preview? I've been able to be a faculty member, program director. We also created a consulting center on campus, so I was the founding director of that worked in the provost office, but my real passion lies with working with students.
8: Hi, I'm Riley Hess. I'm a fifth year PhD student at the University of Georgia in IO Psychology.
1: And did you have any presentations this year?
8: I actually was a chair of a panel, or sorry, a symposium, but I didn't present. I just got to introduce everybody. You were a part of it as the discussant.
1: I remember that, yes.
8: Yes, yes. It was was a lot of fun. It was on uh, AI and Teams.
1: So it was 8 o'clock in the morning and you had hundreds of people in the room. Why do you think it was so popular? Because you were there. No, 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 but why really?
8: <laughs> well, we I mean, we just had some really cool presentations. It's all very cutting edge stuff, uh, just talking about different ways that AI can be used in teams. Uh, for example, Andrew Neighbor from Aptima uh, presented about how AI can help in brainstorming sessions, which is just super innovative, and I think people are just excited about the topic right now. Honestly, my favorite part of PSYOP is just seeing everybody that I haven't seen since last PSYOP, and honestly, people in the program that you just don't really get together with unless you're all together, so uh, I think meeting up with people and going to receptions uh, has probably been my favorite part.
0: Mike Zicker, Bowling Green State University.
1: And how's the conference been so far?
0: I am wiped out.
1: So you've been coming to up for a long time, how would you say things have changed?
0: Bigger, more people here, more sessions, more things to like, like we have some really tough choices every you know every hour and a half or whatever when things cycle like what do I go to and and that's really pretty neat, fun problem to have.
1: We're going to head into the exhibit hall now where the posters are displayed and we're going to talk to a few people about their research. Let's go. Hello, I'm Tara. This is Richard. We are um, filming an episode of The Gig, our podcast, and we just wanted to walk around and talk to some folks about their research. Do you want to tell us about your research?
9: I'm Medab and I'm from UC Riverside. I'm a PhD student there and currently we are working with the Riverside County and in particular we're working with the Department of Public and Social Services and we did an analysis to check retention and so we're measuring retention by like measuring intent to quit and we are using intent to quit because it's still like at a stage where it's like reversible versus just like people leaving. And so then we examined intent to quit across job classifications, and we found that frontline and supervisors are most likely to quit. We combined those two groups to then examine um, what aspects of the workplace were predictive of intent to quit. And so we found that work-life balance, promotion and growth, reward and recognition, compensation, autonomy and control, and emotional work environment were most predictive. We're hoping that when we examine this again next year, that these are no longer areas of contention for employees, and that we worked through some of the issues that they had. Examining like people who quit is not really useful in that sense because you're not—they're already gone. And so, examining intent to quit is good because it's like at a stage, like I said, where it's like still reversible. You could still potentially change their minds and work through some of the issues that are like leading them to feel like they should quit.
1: Um, is this your dissertation?
9: So I'm a second-year student so I'm not working on my dissertation yet Uh, this is just kind of like a side project that we're doing. Um, My research actually is on social media influencers and leadership so it's still very like different than this but still in the I.O. realm.
1: So Audrey, what do you think of the session? I really love the poster sessions. This is my first time at PSYOP and I was really excited and I only bookmarked a few poster sessions to come to but naturally I just like really wanted to be seeing them and actually the poster sessions that I didn't have on my calendar at first have been the ones I've been I love those happy accidents, right? Where you just stumble into something and you learn something really cool. Yeah, it's been so great and honestly just connecting with so many people and seeing like how much research is going on and so much research that I'm interested in has been really great. Hi, can we talk to you about your poster for the podcast that we're doing? Hi, I'm Elizabeth Curtis. I'm from Western Kentucky
6: University. And I'm Julia Hong, also from Western Kentucky University. So
4: um, we were looking at uh, worker stress and commitment and the differences in industries before and after uh, the COVID pandemic. Workers were more stressed after the onset of COVID. And uh, while we hypothesized that they would be less effectively committed um, after COVID, it wasn't supported, uh, but it really just varied across industries.
1: Okay, so we're walking around the conference, checking out the posters, and we stumbled into these two folks, so tell me your name.
6: Nathan Kunsel. Scott Highhouse.
1: And both of you have been involved with SIOP for a long time. What do you think of this conference?
6: I think it's been great to get back together again and um, and have all the friends and engagement. Like this guy here? Yes, and uh, yeah, I think the content uh, was really
4: good this year compared to some other years. There was a lot of stuff I wanted to see. It was good.
1: I thought so too. All the session rooms were packed. Did you notice that?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, a lot. Uh, some really big crowds. Especially Paul's uh, validity paper got quite a quite a big crowd. Yeah. It's
1: funny. Some people have asked whether we still need conferences in this day and age, and whether we should transition. But there's something that just really only happens when you gather in person, don't you think?
6: Absolutely. I absolutely adore walking through the poster sessions, even for topics that aren't necessarily my thing. I learn. A lot. I engage with people, build community. I think it's great.
1: Me too. I don't even bother putting things on my schedule anymore because I figure I'll just run into something and learn something new. So, do you have students presenting here?
6: Several.
4: Yep. Uh, even some symposia that they're chairing. So. Yeah.
1: You must be very proud.
6: Very proud. Of course. You're not proud. I can tell. I'm deeply proud. I'm so proud you can't even, it doesn't even register, it's so profound.
1: Oh, I see.
4: I'm proud that you caught me wearing a t-shirt at <laughs> of that.
1: It is the last day, so, you know, there is a, a well-understood norm that the fanciness goes down each day.
4: Yes, yes it does, and it starts less fancy uh, as I get older,
6: too.
1: I am. So, do you still feel like you have energy left, or are you going to go home and sleep for a week now?
6: I'm just feeling good that I've got a button-up shirt on and Scott does on, so, yeah, I'm energized.
0: The times were hard and the wages low. Leave
3: her, Johnny,
2: leave
0: her. I guess it's time for us to go. And it's time for us to leave her. Leave her, Johnny, leave her. Oh, leave her, Johnny, leave her. For the voyage is done, and the winds don't blow, and it's time for
3: us to leave
0: us. That's it for another gig. To stay in touch, subscribe on YouTube, check out our website at thegig.online, join our LinkedIn group, sign up for our email notification list, and join our Discord. So many ways to connect! Thanks for joining us, and see you next time for another great IO get-together.